Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. I have Mark Gleasons. He is the Global Chief Operating Officer of Nautilus Engineering. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Michael. Thanks for the opportunity for Nautilus to share our, our good news with your audience. I'm glad you're here. All right. Give us some background on you and Nautilus, and then I'll, I have a list of questions I'd like to walk through with you. Okay. My background is 30 years automotive electronics with tier ones and 23 of those years have been at a director level or higher. I have spent the last 12 years in advanced propulsion systems, which includes hybrid and electric vehicles. So from a regulatory standpoint and miles per gallon or kilometers per liter, I know very well these numbers around the world. Okay. What does Nautilus do? Nautilus Engineering. Nautilus is literally a research engine design company. And we've been in existence since roughly uh, 2013. And the U.S. Patent Office has, last November, has made a, a patent award for our engine design. All right. Tell us about that, because I looked at it. I watched all the videos. I read uh, the, the paperwork uh, that you have available on the website. And this is disruptive, to say the least. Talk to us about the design and the value preparation, excuse me, value proposition with Nautilus. Literally what we've, what uh, Matthew Riley, who is the patent holder on behalf of Nautilus Engineering, has created a, a multi-phasic engine design, which means that where our initial combustion event occurs in the small chamber above, and if you, it's difficult to describe it, but it's better to go to the website and then you'll see it very clearly, mm -hmm. nautilusengineering.com. So what we've achieved is generically called homogeneous charge compression ignition. A simpler way to say it is compression auto ignite. The only need, reason that we need a, a glow plug or a spark plug is for the initial two or three combustion events, primarily in cold start. What that means is we're combusting at a the fuel air in the cylinder at a far higher level than anything that's out and has existed for the last 50 years. Most petrol engines are going to be in the 35% thermal efficiency range to a high line diesel with a lot of expensive components will achieve somewhere in the 42%. Our simulations suggest to us and project to us that we're going to achieve 52% plus thermal efficiency. Tell me about the spectrum of usability with this engine. It'll, it goes across the board, uh, single cylinder, twin cylinder, three, four cylinder. So what that means is power generation, um, transportation, one wheel, two wheel, four wheels, etc. You're telling me it's that also scalable to get into the larger engines as well. I was just going to go there. So shipping container, or, you know, can it be used in shipping? The the theory to practice. Can you go all the way up into you know ships and planes and things of that nature? Theoretically, yes. But <clears throat> let's just say theoretically, yes. Okay. Where are you taking the business now? And give us some examples of applications with this new design. Okay, it's a very good question. <clears throat> Our single and twin cylinder designs, we see key markets being power generation and 
commercial long long range drones. When we begin our revenue stream with the small engine market, which is primarily singles and twins, is roughly a uh, billion dollars a year. Okay. That money and that revenue stream will fund us as we move into automotive. And of course, two wheel and, and four wheel recreational vehicles, motorcycles, everything. Talk to us about the power generated with the ratios and the difference in economy and cost. Yep, good, very good question. <clears throat> so due to the fact that we're at 52% thermal efficiency, that we're, means we're combusting in a highly, highly efficient arena. That in turn means that <clears throat> you're going to have higher power because your, your combustion event is far more efficient. It also means you're going to have longer range or higher miles per gallon, higher kilometers per, per liter. And conversely, you're going to have lower emissions because you're burning so efficiently. And <clears throat> now I heard that the, in this part that you're some numbers like 30 and 40% is, are those the ratios of energy savings and um, power output that we're talking about? No, I'm, I'm being more generic at a higher level. I'm just speaking of thermal efficiency. Okay. Getting into those numbers will be a lengthy conversation. So I would recommend we stay away from that. Okay. So but the, what, but what the, the other benefit would be lower fuel consumption. Okay. So lower cost, cost of ownership. So when you say lower fuel, fuel consumption, can you give us some idea of what that translates into, say, the pockets of Americans who are finding use for this engine in their cars? Uh, the recreational vehicles, things that, of that nature, or even on a commercial level, if you want to go there? I would say that we're going to achieve 25% plus better efficiency, which is that much of a reduction in fuel consumption and that much of an increase in your miles per gallon. That is huge. That's a And you get the benefit of lower emissions. When you say lower emissions, can you give us any, can you quantify that at all for us? What does that mean? As we speak right now, if you, if you visit the website, you can see a single cylinder that was running on a five gas analyzer. We're going through the, the motions right now to develop our engine controller for what we call the Gen 3. And then we'll have emissions data across the load profile. I would rather underpromise than overpromise. Under so promise and over deliver is, is, a, is a colloquialism. I get it. Okay. Um, True. You are currently taking on investors because this is a, a, a new company and you're looking to grow it and scale it. Obviously, the market is there, the demand is there. You've found a solution for that. Um, in, in that fashion, are you doing private equity raises? Are you doing crowdfunding raises? I mean, friends and family around? Where, where are we with your company? Right now, where we are from an investment standpoint is we're sticking within our existing investor base and growing very uh, slowly, more on the angel route. What's it going to take? Private equity probably wouldn't be very interested because there's nothing to, to six or fix or downsize or sell. Got it. What's it going to take? Go ahead. What's it going to take to get this to market? 
Best guess, uh, somewhere in the four to ten million range, but to get the market in singles and twins in the in the four range. Okay, um, let's say you had the funding today. What's the time frame to be able to, to for you to theoretically get to market? From the engine design standpoint, we would be ready in probably 15, 18 months. What'll slow that down is whatever testing that the OEM is going to have to use. Even singles and twins have regulatory requirements. I would think that you'd be primed for some kind of an acquisition on this real quick. You, you may never even get to market it. Are you, are you open to that kind of a strategic relationship that if it would to come along? We're always open to conversations, yes. Got it. Uh, Mark, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I know that uh, you come from a reliable source, Rob, and um, I, I just wish you the best of luck. I'll, I, I really want you to stick around after the show. I've got a couple of introductions for you, okay? Okay, greatly appreciated, and uh, thanks again for the opportunity. My pleasure. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.